1: This is the second time I've started one of these. Going, I'm in my bed with vertigo. I've, I've, ow, I've just bloody banged my head now. Ow, God, I feel like a kid. You know when you want to kick the table, you've just hurt your leg on. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, vertigo, man. It's just I've had it for years. For those of you who don't know what it's like, it's like when you're drunk and the room spins, it's like that, but without the drinking or the fun getting there. Um, Anyway, so um, yeah, so I've had terrible vertigo for the last few days. So I think I'm probably going to go and get it checked out because I've had it for years, but it's just getting a bit more, a bit more regular. And I sort of ignore it a lot because my usual vertigo is where I get into bed at night and I spin a bit and I turn over in the night and I spin a bit. I get up to go to the loo and I spin a bit. But then when I'm up in the morning and walking about and doing me stuff, I'm fine. So it it's sort of bearable. I don't really get it in the day. But um, but I got it after going to New York this weekend. So it's been a whirlwind, OK? um, It's been a whirlwind of a week. <laughs> that was the week that was. That was a programme years ago with Millicent Martin and... um. What do you call him? Who was... I'm going to have to Google it. That was the week that was. Who was the presenters of it? David Frost. David Frost, Ned Sharon, and every week, um, Millicent Martin would sing a sort of topical song. Anyway, that was that was that. Sorry. Oh my god, I'm boring myself. Anyway, what a week. So this so last Tuesday, um, we'd come back from Dubai and blah blah blah, and we both me and Lincoln had lots of bits to do. But you know when you've got a lot to do, and. You've got so many bits to do that you can't get your head around it. So you procrastinate. Is that the word? So you've got your pile of metaphorical ironing in the middle of the room and you'll walk around and zigzag around and do anything but that pile of ironing. That's what we were like with sort of work. Till eventually on the Monday night, Lincoln, we were in the flat in London. Lincoln went, right, that's it, I'm going home. My head's so stressed. DK's so stressed with me not getting this stuff finished that I'm going to get on the train now and I'm going back. And that's me for the end of the week. And I went, okay, right, because I had to stay down for a meeting or some such thing. I can't remember. And um, anyway, so on the Tuesday night, I was talking to Matty on the phone who was in New York. And and I said to him, um, we were talking about this, that and the other. And he works with this producer called Jack Antonoff, who is one of the world's most well-known producers, produced all of Taylor Swift's albums, brilliant, produced Lord, Lana Del- everybody. He's also got a band called Bleachers. and um, And him and I have sort of, Formed a little sort of Instagram friendship because he always likes things that I post, and 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 similarly me him, and um, and I said to Matty, when am I going to get to meet Jack and Margaret, his girlfriend, his fiance, and he went, well, why not come to see Saturday Night Live on Saturday, and I went, don't be ridiculous, it's Tuesday. Anyway, I spoke to Lincoln, and I went, Matty's just said, why don't we go and see Saturday Night Live, and Lincoln went, well, why don't we, and I said, because you've gone back to do all your work. He went, I know, but I just feel, when, when are we, how long ago was it that Matty did SNL? And I said, oh God, I don't know, about six or seven years or something. I think it was, it was 2015 when he did it with Larry David and um, Bernie Saunders. And, um, and he said, I just think if we can get flights, then let's just do it. And I thought, oh my God. So although things like that are exciting, I go into a sort of like a <gasps> bit of an anxiety mode of oh my god oh my god i don't think i can do it i don't think i can do it and then i had a word with myself spoke to me therapist spoke to my therapist time is it now oh my god oh my god i think i've missed have i missed a therapy session what day is it thursday have i fuck have i oh my god i think i might have missed a therapy session time is it oh man i meant to do a therapy session online i'm gonna need to talk to my therapist about missing my therapy session fuck it's too late now i've missed it oh well that's money down the drain that is money down the drain i'm furious with myself i'm fuming now about that oh god Anyway, I said that this podcast would be real life. So I'm sorry to offload on you. But now I'm not going to go on there because I'm embarrassed that I've missed my therapy session. So I'll need a therapy session about missing my therapy session. Oh my God, I can't even believe it. I'm fuming. Anyway, I'm just going to go back to what I was talking about. If you haven't switched off now, which I don't blame you because you're probably so bored. Anyway, for those of are still with me thank you for hanging on in there so it was last tuesday and um it was last tuesday and 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 we just suddenly said yes that we'd go to new york so i sort of you know anxious 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 and then thought right this is ridiculous let's just go what an experience how amazing so off we flew on the friday and we got um to a uh, new york um with um with virgin who were who who were uh brilliant i love that airline um anyway off we went and we got there and we i desperately had this neck ache thing. So I remembered this lovely place around the corner from um, the hotel we stayed in last time, which was just around the block from where we stayed this time. So I said to Link, I'm going to go and see if they can do me a massage. So I did. This is all relevant to what I'm saying, so bear with me, caller. Um, so I went and had this dry massage, you know, where you sit in the chair and she gets around. I kept going, getting harder, 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 as the actress said, and, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was bliss. And um and and then we had a walk about. And then we saw Matthew and we went to the studio, Electric Lady Studios. Oh, my God. It was just an experience to go to this really quirky studio where Jimi Hendrix, all of the greats had left their mark. It was like being in someone's sort of eclectic living room. And we met Jack and Margaret. I met Jack Antonoff, who's just brilliant. Oh my god it was like I'd known him for years and his beautiful fiance Margaret Qualley who is the fabulous actress um she's got loads of things coming out she was the star of Maid um daughter of um Andy McDowell um and oh she's just lovely and I don't know I just really connected with them it was great and um, met um Jack's engineer Laura, gorgeous, and Jamie O'Born, who's Matthew's manager, was there, and, and George was there, who's uh, Matthew's co-writer and drummer, and I've known since they were 13. Anyway, it was just lovely to be in this studio, and you could just feel the history, and stuff that Jimi Hendrix had done on the wall in the loo, and... um uh, these po- wallpapery things he'd put on. It was just like, my God, it was just, uh, I don't know, you could just feel the energy, you know? And you thought, my God, everything's gone on in here. And then that night we went to this gorgeous Japanese restaurant and we had such a laugh. And um, we were all there. And then Anna joined us, who's their PR girl. And it was just, um, she was British and she listens to this podcast. So I loved her immediately. Um, and yeah, it was just this bunch of, fabulously talented, funny, gorgeous, creative people and, and and Lincoln and I felt very, you know, honored to be involved and, and and I loved seeing my son so happy and around people that really care about him. And so that was fantastic. Anyway, we went back to the hotel and then I woke up um on Saturday morning and my vertigo was awful. I thought, here it goes, here it goes, got up and there it was still spinning. And I felt sick and it was awful. And I had spent the, all morning in bed. Link went out and got me some um, meds from the pharmacy, came back, took them. About two o'clock, I said, I really need some fresh air. So took the, the tablets, went out and got some fresh air and gradually started to feel much, much better. And we had a lovely walk around and SNL wasn't till 11.30 at night. So we went to our favorite um uh, past a place, this little place called Taverner El Baco, which is opposite the Ludlow Hotel. And um, they remembered us from November when we went to see the boys at Madison Square Garden. They remembered us, the couple who own it, and they remembered what we had to eat. I mean, that's, that's good service, isn't it? In, in, in a world where we have bad service and, you know, where, where people don't even treat their regulars well sometimes, to remember what we had to eat. Was incredible. So we had the same thing. I had the pecorino cheese and pasta and Lincoln had the meatballs. And anyway, it was just lovely. And then we had a walk and then, um, we met up with, um, Lorraine McIntosh, who is, um, married to uh, Mark, who is their um, head of security and the boys head of security and Lorraine, um, is the mom of Bradley from S Club, and my kids used to love S Club. Mike, Matty, and um, his nephews and his cousins. Um, so that was that was lovely. But Lorraine has been on tour on this soul tour, and everybody she mentioned was like, "Oh my god, Lorraine! I'd love to see that tour." And she's going on tour with Shalamar. I mean, this is. I'm playing to the oldies who listen to this, but I used to love Shalamar, so I'm excited to go and see Lorraine when she's supporting them, because I'm such a 70s chick. Um, So anyway, we went with Lorraine, we went to SNL, we went backstage, and um, it was just amazing. We met with uh, Jack and Jack's sister. Um. Uh, Rachel Antonoff, who has this fabulous clothing line as well on on Instagram, very much up up my street. So she's going to send me a few bits. And she was just lovely. I would have liked to have spent longer with her. And then, of course, Jack said to me, can we do a boomerang? Of course he did. They're famous. And uh, so Jack and I did a boomerang. Obviously, Margaret was jealous. She had to do a boomerang. And then I had to do a joint one with them. Um. So Matthew cowered in the corner, dreading that he might even be caught in the corner of a boomerang shot. And then we um, went to see um, Saturday Night Live. And what an experience it was. Jenny Ortega was presenting. She is the girl who um, plays Wednesday in the movie. She's 20. She's 20. She's just out her teens. And she fronted this show. And... For those of you who don't know SNL, it's a live show, obviously, Saturday Night Live. The clue's in the title. Um, and they rehearse it for a week. The, obviously, the host rehearses it for a week. The boys didn't. They went in a, a couple of times to rehearse. And, um, and so the host presents it. And then they take part in all of the acting sketches and links, which she did. And it was hilarious. And just being backstage at SNL, because... I've watched it over the years, and watched Larry David, and watched Jerry Saunders, and all these people, and um, you know, and, and and the cameras have been around backstage and SNL, and I know I'm in television, and I know I work in a TV studio, but there's still a magic to it for me with places like that, especially in America, and um, it was just cool, and we were looked after, taken to our seats, and uh, and what was interesting in New York was. Obviously, I'm not known in New York, I'm not well-known in New York at all, but I was this time (laughs) because of Matthew's fans because they were in their hordes outside the hotel, in their hordes outside the studio. There'd been 177 of them camped outside overnight at SNL. So I was getting, Denise, Denise, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and them rushing over and them bringing me flowers. And it was quite a surreal experience, to be honest, but they were all really nice. But by God, you know, Matty's band has got huge in a very commercial way. And um, anyway, it was just interesting for me to to have that reaction. And you suddenly are in the hotel restaurant and there's people behind you and Lincoln's going, they're looking at photos of you, or they're Googling you. Because they'd obviously come to the hotel reception uh, restaurant because they knew Matty was there. And so they were then Googling me. And then and then coming over and saying, oh, my mom um, knows you from um, Loose Women and stuff. I'm thinking, no, she doesn't. You're just saying that because you know I'm Matty's mom. But anyway, so that was all great. The boys were incredible on Saturday Night Live. They got to do two numbers. I was so proud. The audience reaction was amazing. And their, their, their music and their voices sounded um, incredible. Uh, and they sang, What's, what was the first one they sang? I'm in love with you, I think they sang first, and then they sang Caroline, which is one of my favourites, um, and they were brilliant. And then there is always a big party after SNL, but obviously it doesn't start till the show finishes, which is one o'clock. Me, Nana and Gramps were just too boring, were just too tired and too boring to go, and to be honest, the boys, the boys were too tired as well, and... Um, so we didn't go to the party. When we got into bed, we looked at our watches and went, hang on a minute, it's three o'clock. I said, no, that's impossible. It was, it, that wasn't two hours since the show finished. We went to bed very confused. Didn't know till 8.30 the next night the clocks had gone forward. Because if I'm looking at my watch without my glasses, I can't bloody well see it. And obviously we had no particular time agenda the next day. Anyway, that's why it had suddenly jumped to three o'clock. So, um...
0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Thank you so much for listening to the Juicy Crack podcast. I am loving doing it, and I'm loving having my own voice that's only edited by me or, well, DK. If you're enjoying it, tell your friends and let's try and grow our juicy crack audience so that I can bring you better content every single week. Also, leave a question and I will endeavour to read it out and answer it for you. Thank you. Sunday, Matt was doing his thing. He was doing some podcasty thing. He was knackered as well. I woke up feeling tickety-boo. So we had a late morning, we kept having a bit of lunch, then going having another sleep, having another snack, having a bit of sleep. And then we went for a walk along the Hudson River and I was thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I'm in New York again. And it was great. And um, had a bit of pasta with Matthew in the evening. And then off I went to bed. Woke up Monday morning, had the worst vertigo I have had in years. I mean, really debilitating. Um. It was just awful and I was googling about massages because normally people say that vertigo is about this thing in the inner ear where this little tiny thing is like a grain of salt floats around and if and it causes the spinning and everything which makes sense to me but I googled deep tissue massage and vertigo and there was a massive correlation and it can cause something called postural hypertension which um which is like a, a lowering of the blood pressure. So not trying to play amateur doctor, but the combination of the flight and the massage has did something. But then it was weird that I was okay for a couple of days. Oh my God, I'm turning into a real Nana I, that talks about my health problems all the time. Oh God, sorry guys. I'm just offloading. This is offload podcast. Um, And yeah, so... I was just I just felt sick and ill I couldn't I, we were having breakfast with Mark and Lorraine and it was lovely to see them and And I was sitting still and having my scrambled eggs and whatnot and um but thinking oh my god this is not good this is not good uh anyway got back up to the room lay down again um Matty came along to say goodbye bye because he was going off to do an interview and I just said to Link, look, we're being chucked out the room. So let's get to the airport and I'll just lie down somewhere. Lincoln was cock-a-hoop because those of you who know what I say about Lincoln, if he could get to the airport 24 hours before he'd be happy, he turns into airport man. I've said this before. So we were flying at 7.30. We got to the airport at 2.30. And, um, We went into the lounge thing and I just lay down and slept till boarding. Every time I slept, I kept thinking, oh my God, when I sit up, will I feel okay? I didn't. I felt terrible. Oh God. And we got on the plane and, um, virgin was so lovely and they could see that i wasn't well and um i got looked after by them they were really really lovely i find the staff on virgin airways really fantastic so they were so nice and um and again i slept and got off at heathrow so it's like early hours of the morning And I was using my little, Lincoln was saying, shall I take your case? And I was saying, no, I need it for support because my balance was so bad. But I knew that that night we were invited to Michael Caine's 90th birthday, which I had been so looking forward to going to. And so excited because Shakira had asked me to do a speech. I mean, I was so nervous because there isn't a story about Michael Caine that Michael Caine hasn't told. And we've only known them for about seven years. So I was nervous but anyway, I keep saying long story short, and it's never short. Oh, my God. Came back to the flat and I got into bed and I just felt terrible took another tablet, didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, didn't work. And I said to Link, I can't go, Link. I can't go. And my husband is normally the most, well, he is always the most supportive person when I'm ill. He'll say, it doesn't matter. I'll ring them and tell them you can't go. But I could see his little face thinking, please go, please go. I really want to go. Because Michael's been so supportive of Link. He loves Lincoln's art. He's got several pieces of Lincoln's art and he loves it. And he's been so supportive he was the one that did the quote, you know, he's the next Andy Warhol, because Lincoln's got two divisions of his art. He's got his sort of, his oil art, his dark art, then he's got his pop art, which is sort of mixed media stuff. And, um, well, Michael and Shakira have got both, but he said he's the next Andy Warhol. And, um, you know, that was great for Lincoln, for um, somebody of Michael's stature to, to say that. So I thought, I've got to go, I've got to go and i was nearly crying in the taxi you know when you're really poorly and then we got there and everybody was mingling and i just went and sat in my place there's only 40 of us there and um i thought i said to nikki um and shakira i said look i don't think i can do a speech am i okay not saying anything and they said god there's loads well there's not there's loads there's another three people doing a speech It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I sat there and I was sat next to this lovely um, producer called Rob and his wife, Rosalind. And Rob had produced Michael's latest film, The Great Escaper, that he's done with Glenda Jackson and John Standing. And apparently, well, Michael told me that he thinks it's his greatest work. Can you imagine having a career like Michael Caine's? And at 89, you say, I think it's my greatest work. I mean... That is just unbelievable, isn't it, really? So I I can't wait to see it. And and Rob was saying how amazing it was. So we got on great. Um, I said to him, you know, if I look like I'm turning like a bit of a zombie, it's because of this vertigo because I was still spinning every time I turned. Anyway, being the brave little soldier that I am, I soldiered on. And um, I had my other friend, Kathy, a lady that I know through them, Kathy, next to me. So I had someone I know there. And Lincoln was sat opposite Michael. And as it turned out, Tom Cruise. Lincoln turned into his little face, was like a 10-year-old boy, because Michael Caine, he's loved for years, and Tom Cruise is his favourite actor of modern day. And um, he was lovely. And um, anyway, so three or four people, David Williams did a brilliant speech. This person, that person did great speeches. And I thought, oh God, thank goodness. So You know, my friend and I, um, Meryl said, oh, you know, let let other people do the speeches. It's all been taken care of. And then Joan Collins got up and did a speech. She looked unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. I'm talking close up. Joan Collins is unbelievable. And um, there you go. Glamorous, together, witty, funny, oh, amazing. Amazing anyway so she said a few words and I thought ah, I can't be having this I was too jealous so I just stood up and um and I said Michael what can I say Shakira's has asked me to say a few words she said I can be rude um I love you I know you love a bit of gossip and I know you love a dirty joke and I proceeded to um tell some of my dad's jokes but I sort of personalized them and pretended that they were about them and um little did I know that Tom Cruise and his team love a dirty joke and they were banging the table with laughter and one of my favorite quotes, because I've shared a little bit of it online, and one of my favorite headlines was in the, in, in one of the papers, and it said, um, Tom Cruise missing the Oscars to attend Denise Welch's stand-up was not on my 2023 bingo card. Hilarious. So there I was, and then I had a photo with Tom, and he went, oh, my God, you killed it. So I was really chuffed. But I was more chuffed that Michael was proud of me. So, um, yeah, it was um, it was really, really quite um, quite something to attend that birthday of one of the greatest actors of our generation and not only to attend it, but to play a part in it as well. I was very, very honoured um, and um, and just, you know, there's such a lovely, a lovely family. I stayed down for a meeting, which was then cancelled because of the train and tube strikes. I am not moaning about it because I am support in support of, of um strike action in theory. So I'm not gonna moan about it. You know, not gonna die on that hill, but I'm um I'm I'm in support of it. But it's frustrating when it affects you. But nevertheless. Um, We were going to go yesterday to see Lincoln's mum and to see our grandchild, but um, I wasn't well enough to go because I was still spinning around like Kylie Minogue said. Um, But today, I feel a champion. I feel okay. So I've just, um, oh, I'm fuming about that bloody, oh, I'm sorry to my therapist. Anyway, it is what it is. I can't help it. I've just had brain fog with everything um and i think that's it really i want to say thank you to those people who have responded to my um rather emotional podcast last week with lincoln about the lockdown files and um the the lies that were told and the you know people putting the furthering of their political careers before us um and you wouldn't believe the response I've had from people affected by some of those decisions. And like I've said, I can't, Personally respond to every single email, but I read every single email and every single message and every single review, good or or bad. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have certain podcasts whereby, names included, if people are happy, to read out some of these responses because some of them are funny, some of them are heartwarming, some of them are, you know, angry on my behalf for certain things or on their own behalf. And they all mean such a lot to me. Because the more of these responses, the more this plays in To the growth of my podcast, and um, the more I can have a voice. And it's great for me because I can have a platform that I don't normally have that no one can edit or no one can sanction. It's my voice. And if people want to listen to it, great. And if they don't, great. Um, But people are listening to it, and the numbers are growing incredibly healthily. And I couldn't be more thrilled. So please, please do comment. As I say, I'm old and ugly enough to hear your negative comments if you've got any. Um, but most of it has been really fantastic and and um, and people are enjoying it. And like I said, I, I never always know from one week to the next or one day to the next because sometimes there'll be two come in, sometimes like this week with just everything that's been happening and then me not being too well. This is... Um, this is a bit, a bit late this week, but that was how I organically wanted this podcast to be, that I don't have to go into a studio every week. It doesn't have to be about one particular thing. It doesn't have to come out at a certain time. Um, and you seem to be okay with that. And I am now working on guests, but I want to get the right guests for this. People whose voices I think you'll enjoy. Um, so bear with me, and um, thank you for listening, and it's just like talking to my mates, so I appreciate it, and, um, and lots and lots of love, I'll get this out ASAP, poor, poor DK is again pulling what's left of his hair out, have you got it ready, have you got it ready, um, so I hope I haven't said anything offensive, because I won't have time to listen to it back, so um, it's on its way DK, Um, And lots and lots of love, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. So we're off to Cheltenham races this morning. And when I signed off on my podcast yesterday, that was because I, I, I was doing the podcast on my own, which I sometimes do. And Lincoln was in the north working. And so I did my podcast. He comes in at about midnight last night and says, um, have you got time to do a podcast? And I have said, I've done it. We had the bottom lip trembling like a child that he hadn't been able to be part of it. So what what is it? Yes, you did. So what is it? Um, And we've just had um, an argument about the keys. I cannot put anything down in this house without Lincoln, or indeed Louis, but mostly Lincoln, claiming it as his own. And then goes in the bedroom and says... Says, um, and 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 I know that he found his, came back, and pretends that mine was hidden under the fruit bowl all the time. Honest to God, I'm stressed before I even leave the house. What is it that you wanted to add about the podcast then?
0: Oh, I'm just moaning about stuff, but I, I can't. I, I'm not in. We
1: didn't really, mo- we didn't really moan. In, we had a lovely
0: time. I said that we. Oh no, not about anything about that. It's just moaning about just getting back and all the stuff I've got to sort out.
1: No, well, no one wants to hear that, darling. So that's oh, no. why that's not on the podcast. But you're allowed to share. You're to No, share. darling, not about how much work you've got on, darling. Oh. I told them about going to see the boys and how proud we were. And one thing I will say is that people ask me all the time about what it feels like to be, you know, Matty's mum and stuff. And, you know, it's,
0: it's amazing for um, both of us. And Lincoln's husband. Oh, Lincoln's so, husband. No, sorry, Lincoln's wife. What's it like to be Lincoln's wife? People ask you that. Amazing.
1: Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, according to the mail, I can't make any connections without you or, or my son. Um but um, anyway, listen. So that's Lincoln's...
0: Tom, Tom Cruise. You mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm doing the portrait of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's Lincoln's amazing contribution. So God forbid we left we left that out. We're lucky so, to put that in.
0: Yeah, I'm lucky that we put that, put that in. Anyway, that that ends, is this is now. That ends this week. Well, um, have a lovely <laughs> week, everyone, and we'll speak to you next time.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Lincoln. Bye, everyone. Bye. So guys, if there's anything that you've ever heard me talking about that you'd like to hear more of, or indeed anything you can suggest that me, DK and Lincoln can bring to the table, contact me on denisewelshpod at gmail.com. And um, indeed, if you've got any questions, ask away. We'd love to hear from you.